0: Life's never felt so expensive, and most people are cautious about spending. But IKEA's always been the smart choice for creating beautiful homes on a budget. Right now, IKEA family members can save even more with an extra 5% in-store on eligible purchases. Visit ikea-usa.com family for more details. Offer valid starting September 1st, 2022. Limited to qualifying purchases. Exclusion supply. Not valid on services. Discount applied in-store only. Before tax, shipping, and handling. Cannot be combined with coupons. Progressive presents Adjusting to the
1: Suburbs. You used to associate crickets with silence. But since you bought a house in the suburbs, you know crickets hate silence. If any other creature realized rubbing its legs together made a piercing high-pitched noise, they might think, maybe I won't do that. Constantly. All night long. Luckily, you can save with progressive by
0: bundling your home and auto. Now that's something to make noise about. Just not constantly. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. This is Tom and
2: Zeus from the Shout It Out Loudcast.
3: And this is Ace Frehley.
2: And this is Gene Simmons from KISS. And you, the fan, are listening to the Hook
3: Rocks with Jay Scott. The ultimate rock community podcast.
0: Come back and thank you. What's up? Your-
2: Welcome back. It is the Hook Rocks. It's Jay Scott. Thanks for coming back and listening. I always appreciate it. End of summer is, uh, or beginning of summer, I should say, end of spring, is uh, in the last stretch here. Weather's warming up. People are barbecuing. Sun is out. I I know uh, for those who have been listening, I've been kind of mentioning the weather here in Chicago. We're finally getting some uh, consecutive days of sunlight. We went like forty four out of forty six days with rainfall. So hopefully that's behind us. But looking forward to the summer, looking forward to shows, looking forward to live concerts. So uh, hopefully uh, we don't get any rainouts like we've seen across the country, a lot of some of these festivals. But as I always mentioned, we are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network, a great network of music related podcasts. All types of genres are represented on Pantheon Pods. You can check out my friends like Mac on the Ugly American Werewolf in London podcast all the way out in England. He's a transplant from Florida. Don't forget to check out Tom and Zeus. Got to hang out with them on Creatures Fest this uh, or last weekend in Nashville. So check out them. They're a great kiss podcast. Decibel Geek with Aaron and Chris and Martin Popoff, the rock historian, Mistress Carrie and so many others out on Pantheon. Check out pantheonpodcast.com and follow my Pantheon Pods on all social media platforms. Don't forget to follow the Hook Rocks wherever you podcast as well. We're on every platform, so don't forget to set your app to automatic download so you get the latest episode anytime it does drop. And please write us a review on those apps too as well. Tell us what you think of the show, what you think of the podcast, and who we're having on, and what we're talking about. Don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms at the Hook Rocks on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So we're on all three, the big three. So uh, go ahead and click follow or click uh, whatever you do on those on those uh, likes or friends or whatever you do. Just uh, trying to build uh, the Hook Rocks here, and uh, we're really kind of focusing on Facebook and Instagram over the next uh, period of time. So please check out check out those apps and social media platforms. We've also had some great shows here recently. So thank you for tuning in. We just did the wrap-up show for Creatures Fest. Um, My experience, what it was all about. So I talk uh, full length on the shows, the experience, the highlights, the lowlights, the train wrecks, and uh, who I enjoyed seeing. So please give that a listen. Don't forget to check out Paul Jackson, the interview with Paul from Blackberry Smoke which we just dropped last week. That's a great interview. We had four great new music spotlights in the month of May, like Native Sons, Stone Broken, and Band Inc., which was great, as well as Fast Eddie. We have Micah Morris, the singer, on there as well. Interview with her Juliana interview from Band Inc. was awesome too, as well. So check that other great band that uh, Good things are happening. Don't forget to check out Mark Cremonti's interview, Joe Satriani as well, as Eddie Trunk visited our show too. We talked the challenges facing new rock bands and artists. So we've got a lot of stuff for you to check out, so please do. And as always, we we talk a lot about the new bands and the emerging rock scene, whether it's in North America, overseas, wherever, Uh, we're a big proponent of new rock. And we always like to showcase new bands. We've got a return guest for this episode, uh, the first one for the month of June. And it's it's one of my favorite artists, one of my favorite um, persons in rock who I've had a chance to talk to. Where's wears his emotion on his sleeves. He's, he's just raw and honest. And his music is absolutely phenomenal. The band is MTR Project. They've got a new album out called Always A Way Out. It's the follow-up to their EP in 2020. And it was released this past March, and we're going to be talking about it. I'd like to welcome in singer, guitar player, Martin Reed. What's happening, man? Hey, Jay. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for doing this, man. It's been a while. It's been too long. And uh, I'm glad that we're able to talk about new music with you guys.
1: Yeah, man. It's exciting to finally get to the point where... We're we're seeing the physical product and all of that work coming together as as one final, and it's not our final thing, of course. We're gonna go out and put more music together, uh, but just to hear it and and have people writing us and telling us it's you know they're happy with it too, and like the outpour has been been amazing.
2: Yeah, you know, the, the songs that have been released here, especially on your streaming platforms, you know, like Beautiful Snake or Be the Change, River Walker, all great songs, uh, One Day Closer T- to Tomorrow. Just absolutely phenomenal in in the development of, of, of your music. You know, when we think of that MTR Project EP released in 2020 and we hear the music now, I mean, it seems like the band is a lot tighter. The writing is a lot more um, concise and the music just absolutely blows my
1: mind. Well, that's, I, I appreciate that a lot. I mean, you, you put it best when, when you said that it's a, it's, it's a growing project. Like we're, we're getting to a point where we're finally clicking when we come together and and the songs, we don't really have to, we don't have any kind of a formula or anything like that. We just come together and make music that we love, you know? And
2: when you're putting this together and you're in the studio and you're creating, how has that process differed from the EP released in 2020? I mean, the world's gone through a lot. We've gone through a lot of changes um, yeah. you know how was this process different for you guys making this music
1: oh it was very different we went up to andy beach's house and we turned his wood shop where he built all of his guitars most of his iconic ones actually and uh we turned that shop into a <laughs> studio uh I actually sang off of uh i used a ladder and a broomstick as my uh my mic stand because we ran out of mic stands for the drum set and it was just we were making a, a uh honestly it was just a demo and uh we heard it and I was like, you know what I think this is good enough let's put it out and and not just good enough i think i i said, how can we make it better?' was how i approached the band and they're like you're right let's send it to don gun and have him do his magic and don does what he does i mean and he did it uh beyond our expectations he took uh something that was raw in a and we we did it all live we recorded everything as a band and then did our overdubs of course but uh, we did it all. Uh, the, the core of the songs are all live. We didn't use click or anything like that. So it, it ebbs and flows. Um, that I guess that's similar to how we did the EP, uh, how we, how we did the, the newer songs though, we took a little bit longer, uh, before we went into the studio, we were already out doing shows again, and uh, we decided to take our time, and I remember Andy just playing uh, one day closer to tomorrow, and I I was like, "What's that, man?" It's and he's like, "Oh, it's the I, you know the A without the me me holding down the G," and I was like, "Cool, man!" So you hold the G open, and uh, then we built that song it it was kind of a serendipity moment where it just kind of came together as long as the song took was how long it and luckily somebody had the the phone going I think it was Dave Reese probably (laughs) knowing Dave
2: what was I mean you know coming off that EP which was a great EP and then going into this You know, where was the direction you wanted to go with the music? What did you want to accomplish with this album?
1: Uh, I wanted it to be uplifting. I wanted the songs to, because the world at that time when I was writing these songs was in such a, and it still is, in such a space where it needs that, that I feel as many songs as possible that that are uplifting and and remind everybody that we can get through it and that we're better together we're stronger together uh and that if we come together we can do greater things you know that's that's the whole uh, there's a way out the way out is love and and i i that concept because uh it's it's like being the change that that song be the change is keep the promise of love and that is such a statement in itself because i think that that's the key you know and and if we come if we as my band my project comes from that space then i see it I I could really get behind that. I could really put my heart into that every performance and it's not going to ever burn out and get old for me. You know, I'm not just singing some song to make a quick buck or, or get popular or whatever. You know, it's positive. Yeah. I think, you
2: know, it's important to kind of, get balance in one's life, you know, when you have a lot of negativity. Yeah. And you're seeing it, you know, all day long, and you're hearing about it. You go you almost force yourself into a positive way of thinking, right? I mean, it's like cuz you cuz cuz the mind can only handle so much negativity.
1: Absolutely.
2: And you know, you need to get, you know, a way out and you know, with the with the title of the album, there's always a way out. It could mean so many things to so many different people, and it can mean so many different things to what is going on in life and in the world. You know, there's always a way out of the negativity, force yourself to be positive. I'm sure there's other meanings for it for you. But, you know, how did that how, What What did that positivity mean for you?
1: The positivity, I mean, it, it it brought me out of it's those songs when I listen to them and I try not to oversaturate myself with them. So they're always fresh. Right. Mm -hmm. And I go, I listen, I'm like, wow, man, that's, it's always at the perfect time because it's like when I'm down, maybe I'm burnt out because I'm, I'm doing full-time work at the same time as I'm, work in two bands uh that I, I have equal passion for um you know and, and uh uh it, it's when i listen to one day closer to tomorrow that song is like that song for me or footsteps of the painted one probably is equally as important um it just brings me out of the funk man it um that's kind of what I get too from people. They just tell me, you know, it's. I had a guy tell me that it's, <laughs> this is strange, but I love it. Uh, Dan from, uh, Dano, shout out from New York, and I'll let him know I said this. Uh, he said, uh, listening to your album on vinyl is like being wrapped in my grandmother's warm blanket. And I was like, I don't know how to handle that comment, but. I'm sure, it's a good one
2: <laughs> no, that's a good comment. It totally is a good comment, you know
1: Beautiful. yeah, yeah, if you heard the whole thing, you know i i sorry, Dano, I didn't do you justice on your beautiful uh adulation, but uh you know that that song was it was kind of needed at the time I was going through some really dark moments, uh just. Listening to too much news on both sides of the spectrum, you know, and thinking, "Oh my God, this is, you know, the world's all bad or whatever." How do how do how do I look at myself and and think my life's any better? So I just started writing from a personal perspective, and uh, I remember being out there, you know, I remember being on the streets and and having my hard 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 days, and I remember what it took i was like you know if i fall down i'll pick myself up again and that was the first out song on the the album that we wrote together and we've got four unreleased songs that we recorded uh lined up and ready to go for the next one i can't wait for us to put more material together we, we've actually got three other songs written together as well that are pretty cool <laughs> I, I
2: I really enjoyed "We Is Greater Than Me." Um, that
1: that is th- thank you. I that, just love that, the
2: whole vibe. It's 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 a great tune. It, the guitar work is tremendous on it, um, and
0: you
1: can't help but feel good listening to it. Man, I really appreciate that. I uh, I just heard from my friend, and he's a photographer here in Seattle. Wrote me about an hour ago and he's like man i'm just listening to your vinyl and i think my favorite new song right now is we is greater than me that song is just killer and that meant a lot to me because he's uh you know i've always kind of looked for his you know i I don't know his approval because when i first got into the scene i put set my eyes on the folks that i i knew i had to have in my pocket. And that was one of them. It was kind of a cool moment today. <laughs> Where it's does like, the name of the album come from? Always a way out. Uh, Dave Greese came up with that. Um, I think that's his perspective on. Our. our what what MTR project has. Uh, uh, maybe kind of like a scope of the entire work. Cause every song is like a, a, they all lean on each other, you know, they don't stand alone. I like that about the album too. It's like we, when we, when we left out the four, it was like, it wasn't because they were scratch. It was because it didn't make sense with the rest of everything else and what the rest of the songs were telling the audience. Right. So we we held back the other four because it's kind of an it's like the next chapter. I was like, well, that's the next chapter, and it, it's great. It's going to be really good. And uh, you know, there's there's one thing that I learned in that recording session, and that is, it's really cool to have kids sing on it. <laughs> I had I had a, a choir of kids singing on we is greater than me at the end they're going Whoa, all the kids in the house anyways <laughs> Andy's kid brody and little liam reese Yeah, it was cool how did the the crowd feel you know
2: well, does it does the title of the track you know mean anything personal to you i know you said you know david you know came up with a title but you know as i mentioned before It can mean so many different things to so many different people. What does it mean to you?
0: Oh,
1: man, I think that's going to be a living title where I'll always read it and it'll mean something different to me, depending on what I'm going through, you know, because there's always a way out of every situation. But sometimes you don't want to find your way out. You know, it just depends. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's good. As far as the
2: writing on this album, you know, you came, like we mentioned, the EP um, that more or less, you know, really kind of bared your soul on that EP. And we talked mm-hmm. about the growth of, you know, for you and the band um, and the writing. As you look back at these songs that are on the latest EP and you compare them to that first EP, you know, what are the differences that you feel? What do you, what do you think of the music and and where it went? after the, the debut?
1: I think it was exactly the direction of where we were going. Uh, we were more mature. I definitely feel like we had a, more, a better sense of each other, right? We knew where our our capabilities were, and we pushed each other to get farther and reach for something better uh beautiful snake is a perfect example of that and that was all andy just pushing the whole band he's like come on guys let's let's do something uh more complex you know let's let's really push it and uh you know i'll say it in an interview i don't care my own criticism uh probably put too many vocals on that because i can't freaking do that live (laughs) i'm a huge stickler on doing it you know, if I can't do it live, I don't want to do it. But I, I loved how it sounded, so I just left it. I was like, man, it sounds cool. <laughs> just leave it that way. But it, you know, it was a beautiful, uh, a beautiful experience. I, I can't, I can't say anything bad about any uh, process. It, 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 we're we're in the midst of doing another, so you know obviously it was good. Uh, we, we just, we, we, we're looking for the right shows. We're looking for the right audience, uh, to put this music in front of and it's hard to do when we're just playing locally. So we're reaching for, for bigger and higher stages. Definitely.
2: What, um, when you talk about reaching those new heights, um, Mm -hmm. You know, where where do you see the band going?
1: Oh man, it's it's for MTR. I mean, I've finally come to realize it's that's my solo gig, man. It's Martin Thomas Reed. Uh, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> I, I think that as long as I'm I'm rising, no matter what. And what I'm leading up to is I have a secondary project that I just got hired onto called Thread. And, uh, that's, uh, uh, with Jeff Noble from uh, Clover Jane, James Beasley. He's on the drums and we got Mike Kiesel on the bass. And it's a, uh, it's a different, a totally different animal. Uh, but we're, we are already going we, we we i'm just going to say that we're going to be playing straight out the gate as uh, direct support for national acts and it's going to be people like fog hat and uh stuff like that
2: but you know as far as the mtr project is that's you know very personal to you because it's absolutely you know, you know it's your band i mean this music stacks up to any emerging band that's out there in terms of just the music, the writing, the songs, you know, and I think in my opinion, uh, you know, I'm going to be a big cheerleader for it. It it does need to be heard. This does need to be taken on the road. I mean, is that something that you see happening or is that just going to be, you know, is this going to be something that, you know, is is yours and kind of stays, uh,
1: stays under the roof. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I want that so badly. Uh, it, it's for for my project. It's that band. It 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 is very unique situation where we uh, we're also spread apart, and everybody has uh, like Dave is the the he's a producer for the Seattle Seahawks, you know, and, and Andy builds guitars for the biggest stars in the world. Uh and he's so I mean he's booked out for years. It's it, it, try to get a guitar from him, you're gonna pay an arm and a leg, and, and it's worth it, by the way, but <laughs> you're gonna pay it. Uh it, it, because he's got so many people buying from him. And Mike is a very valuable asset for uh a computer uh company. I don't really know what he does, but he's very, very important for that for that company. <laughs> So, you know, and it's hard to it's hard to ask guys to walk away from that. Uh that is you know, I they they my guys, we all talk about going on tour and whatnot, but when push comes to shove, we got to get into the room and rehearse. We got to we got to do do the work that it takes, you know, to go beyond just being recording artists and local performing band. When you think of the songs that you've done and this
2: album, and you think of kind of the dynamic of the band,
0: mm-hmm.
2: does, do you feel it gives you guys a little bit more freedom to kind of do what you want? You, you don't have that, you know, going out on tour pressure over your head. You can kind of oh just my- organically, you know, write these songs and record these songs and kind of do what you want
1: i mean yeah and and it's all self-produced and and it's just for the love of music that's what i really really love about my my core you know the, these guys are my core yeah. dave reese mike hamal andy beach brody reese he's become like my little brother even though he tweaks my amp out on stage all the time and i look at him like what the hell are you doing man get your hands off my amp <laughs> but I love him, you know, he's, he's a little Andy beach, you know, but he's, you know, all the guys, every single one of them, uh, we're, and I, I just actually broke the news to him, uh, about two weeks ago about thread and, and, and where that's going and what we're doing. And at first they were really worried and, you know, but I told them there's no reason to be worried. We're, you know, like we're the MTR and I'm telling everybody MTR projects going nowhere. We're just getting started. Uh, I just have two bands now and they're both (laughs) kick-ass.
2: You you know, like I mentioned with the first EP, you really kind of bared your soul on it. Um, You know, putting songs together and writing lyrics, you know, you, you write, with experience you write the experiences that you you have and as you keep growing as a musician and and life kind of moves forward you know the, the you know the experiences are different where did some of the inspiration come for some of the lyrics on this album
1: boy uh it's like a it's almost like a timeline when i think of it that way uh, but it's in reverse. Strangely, the last song I wrote when I was on the streets, uh, and it was one of the songs I would play street performance all the time. Uh, and I just it would always change to the lyrics never actually stuck until I got into the studio and finally put it on to the to the microphone. I didn't bring paper or anything. We just but that song was written the music everything and that the concept was uh coming down was written on the streets and it was written from a weird perspective like myself uh uh talking to my kids who i was absent from and then my kids talking back to me in the chorus like when are you coming down when are you coming home i still need you all that good stuff you know it's uh yeah it was a beautiful, beautiful experience writing that out there because it was a, it, 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 actually getting to hear it as a full band coming to life and and it, it breathed some healing into that and and you know now I'm a part of my kids' lives as much as I can be. Thank God uh, for that. Does
2: that? You know, when you think of where you came from and how you have persevered, do situations like that continue your healing, continue to you know inspire you?
1: Absolutely. And I'm so glad I never wrote from a dark place. You know, I always wrote uh, in a dark place, uh, but I wrote songs to pull me out of that. You know, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not feeling too good right now, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write something that's going to pull me out of it. And I'm grateful for that because I, I think it would be be actually harmful over time if I wrote actually wrote out my feelings that I was feeling, you know, because I, I could have gone that route. I, I think I have versions of songs uh, still on my laptop that, that uh, are – the same music but it's just kind of like almost like a victim standpoint and i'm like no man i'm a victor i'm a i I claim victory over this and and so i changed the perspective and the song took a whole different spin thank goodness (laughs) when you
2: think of of how you write and you know you're in a room and you're writing stuff for Mm -hmm. For you, for, for you know, for getting out of a dark place, like you just mentioned, you know, how, mm-hmm. how, how when is the moment that you realize you've got to write a song to pull you out of something?
1: Oh, man, as soon as I pick up, a, when I don't feel like playing, that's when I know something's wrong. When I, when I don't feel like picking up my guitar or singing, I'm like, okay, what's going on? And so I'll go and I'll pluck around for a bit and and uh, play some chords and try to put something together that I haven't before. And uh, once I, I find something that I'm like, yeah, then all of a sudden there's like a spark. And I'm like, oh, man, this is. And then I forget about whatever funk I was. In and the song emerges from there. It's it's and it's kind of like planting the seed. And I take it from that position to uh my bandmates, and then we bring it from there to uh a structured song uh with beginnings and, uh middle and an end you know I tend as far to as the
2: lyric goes for this the lyrics go for
1: this album were you the
2: were you the primary writer for all the songs
1: uh for all the lyrics, yes, but uh me and Andy wrote. Uh, most of the new stuff, uh, for the guitar work. And we, we would write songs together and then we would bring it to the room and, and show the guys and they would, uh, gravitate towards a certain hook and then we'd figure out what worked. And <laughs> sometimes we'd come, come with something that, I thought was fire. And then, you know, let's play it real loud. And my comm will know this is real quiet. And then we try it that way. And it was brilliant. So, so definitely a collaboration on everybody's part.
2: You know, when you put the EP in your rearview mirror and you're starting to write music for this LP, you know, first, are there any songs that you're bringing to this session, to this moment, that you had written, you know, previously during that EP session. And the second question, you know, where do you see or where do you feel, you, know, you mentioned how comfortable you guys are getting with each other now, you know, the direction, but in terms of the the, the sound and the, the subject, where do you think is is your biggest growth as an artist?
1: Uh-huh man that's a hell of a question being able to give space and let things breathe not having to you know i trusting uh the other bandmates to to fill the space and uh do my part just do my part i don't have to do it all i, I was busking and street busking street performing for years right so i did it all i would even tap out the rhythm on the dang acoustic and I don't have to do it all anymore. So that that's the biggest growth for me personally. Uh, Also, I'm playing a lot better guitar after playing with Andy for almost three years. That guy brings out the best in me. And as like I said, as far as
2: the music goes um, in terms of the songs that any of these songs that are on this album, you know, were any of them part of that EP session
1: Yeah um let's see Opposing Voices and we actually did that separate from the rest of the that was the only song on the EP that we recorded directly from our rehearsal space uh and I actually like the way that one came out the best to be honest for the EP Opposing Voices the the sound of that opening guitar riff and and then the rhythm that kicks in it just really sounds warm to me uh then what else was on there uh the only real piece is death and andy did that from his house but that was uh a jump over from the ep then we had let's see footsteps of the painted one and i think that's it just we put three on there I might be missing one and and forgive me if I am, but I I think that's it. And how do you stay connected to that stuff? You
2: know, that you've written a while back and you bring it into another session, you bring it into another recording for an album. Um,
1: uh, We, that's, that's great question as well. We, we had Don remix and remaster those songs and he brought it to a Uh, to life in a different way brought out sounds that we weren't hearing before Um, uh, dumbed down some of some of the things that might have been overpowering I I felt we felt on the EP and uh, brought things to the front that we felt should have been you know after listening to it for a year we were like well this could be a little bit better and that's what hit the album so it's not the same song it's a little bit different
2: as far as, you know, we, we, you know, next steps, you know, you've got your other band, you've got your other project and you've got some music for MTR. When do you anticipate going back in the studio and, and recording more music? Will it be for an EP an album or will it just be single related? What's the plan?
1: Oh, uh, for MTR, I want to do, uh, I, I want to do another album, but we're, you know, I'm probably going to leave that a little bit secret on how we release that, and same with thread. Uh, but we're going to record the same way that we did before. Uh, but Andy actually built a studio. Then this is for MTR project. He built a studio in his his house, uh, in his in the same space that we were working in his uh, wood shop. He. It's really nice. It's world class. Uh, the carpentry level is incredible. And uh, yeah, it's, that's going to be done. I don't know when. We're just going to, there's no rush. We, we just, I, I, I feel right now the, the concentration for uh, MTR Project is getting out on the road and uh, sharing the, the songs that we've done. Uh, because we do have a whole nother album's worth of material written right now, uh, but I'd like to get out there and play it first with them before we just jump into the into the studio. I think that that would be a great great way for it to to grow. Uh, as far as thread goes, we're going into uh, Robert Lang Studios probably in September. Um, that's going to be freaking fun. I, that's one of my dream studios. It's built into the side of a cliff in Seattle, like iconic place. Uh, uh, Foo Fighters is recorded there Uh, among others, Nirvana, uh, Soundgarden, just, it's a great place to, to, to get into that zone and and really feel like you're in in the right spot. You know Uh, we're going to, be recording that with zachariah dodge that's that's the band manager for thread as well as our sound engineer and he's one of the sound engineers for bob lang and also works as the the sound engineer for central saloon which is a really cool place in seattle it's one of my favorite spots to play so actually zach was the guy that called me he's like marty just we really need you i was like all right man you know i'll, I'll come out and, and give it a shot and I, I went out and sung with them and it clicked the same it's the same same chemistry as mtr project but like i said it's a different totally different sounding music the only thing that sounds the same as me <laughs> how important
2: is it for you to stay connected to seattle
1: Oh. Uh, you know, I love Seattle. I, I, I am. So I, I w- was raised here. I grew up here. Uh, I, I have so much connection to the music that has come out of here. But I see myself definitely eventually. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I can't even put, I, I I'm such a free spirit, Jay. I just kind of go with it at this point. And, and I tell my closest friends, so I'll tell you, I just put my feet in front of the other. And as long as I know I'm walking, I'm I'm going where the universe has already laid out my path. And, and I just got to keep moving. And uh, I, I, but I don't know if, I don't have any like direct emotional ties where I'm like, I got to be in Seattle and this is where I got to come out of none of, none of that.
2: Because your, your perspective and the music and you, you talk about a lot of things that are familiar to you Mm -hmm. um, within that area. And, you know, you are a product of that, of that, of those influences, right? I mean, you're, You know, so so I I imagine, you know, having that base where you're from, especially Seattle, which is a great music city, um, has to be important to your to you as an artist and your evolution moving forward.
1: Definitely. It definitely is. I I have amazing opportunities uh, often to to meet some of my biggest heroes and and that's because they go out to the shows you know and and they make their presence they they support the local bands uh that they love and just like i see myself doing in in the future you know i don't see myself shying away i'm still the guy that gets whiplash from the opening band and then i'm like up there going damn (laughs) for my own performance but you know everybody's like dial it back and i look at them all crazy like yeah right and this is you know this is me being me <laughs> i'm not going to change i don't see that uh and and i don't see myself changing my my feelings for seattle they've uh i've been fully accepted and, and adopted by some of the the biggest names that i could think of and and the the media they they're great you know some of my closest friends were just at the Emmy awards last night because they were nominated and actually I haven't had a chance to look and see if they won so I'm not going to let their names known in this interview I don't want to I don't want to say it unless I know you know but that would be cool if they won I'd be so happy for them
2: and well, has yeah. to make you feel good too because you know you have, you know, come back and persevered through some very difficult situations. And, you know, Mm -hmm. you're writing incredible music, you're, you're playing with incredible musicians, and your, your work is, you know, moving forward to more and more acceptance on a day-to-day basis. That's got to be, that's got to, that in itself is, that in itself is success.
1: Uh, thank you, man. You, you know, I, I have to start putting my mind into that grateful mode all the time. Cause I, and I, I was speaking to other artists and, you know, one thing you do know about me, Jay, is I, I wear my heart on my sleeve and this is where my mind's at right now. Uh, I sometimes feel like discouraged or whatever. And I'm like, man, this is starting to move slow and, or, or I'll, I'll be, uh, overwhelmed because i feel i put and it's all self-put pressure but i feel all this pressure to to do a better song better song better song and when i hear people tell me what you just stuff like what you just said it's like man it's good just it makes me it it puts me to a, a spot where i'm like not i don't feel like i'm gonna explode you know and 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 I know I'm speaking for other artists when I say that it, 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 as long as you're the, that artist's head isn't already freaking huge uh, you can't blow us up enough because we're all really I for me this my experience I'm a very uh, sensitive individual and I'm always hoping but not sure if I'm landing the mark I you know like I I, I give them bare, a certain part of my soul, and I'm like, "Damn, it's a vulnerable, it's a vulnerable spot." You know, you're like, "Shoot, did that land?" So, thank you for letting me know. <laughs> it's big it's deal. definitely landing, my friend. I will tell you
2: that. Thank um, you. you know, you know, from from a from a almost fifty year old here in Chicago, <laughs> uh, it, it's yes. definitely landing, and it sounds good. The music's good, and it's nice. I always enjoy when, you know, you hear a debut and then they follow up and it's, it's, you can hear the evolution. You can hear that the greatness being formed um, within the tunes, within the music. And, you know, the next step has been reached and it's definitely has with always a way out with the EP, the LP that you guys just released.
1: I can't wait for you guys to hear the next uh, album title. We've already got it, but I'm going to keep it secret. It's, it's, you know the way
2: I look at it is it's like today today we're one step closer to you actually playing Chicago. I don't know when it's going to be, but we're one day closer to that happening.
1: <laughs> Man, I can't wait for it. You know, and and honestly, I was just uh, 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 and my bandmates all know and I was just it it lighting a little fire under their butts in the earlier part of our interview. Yeah, we're going on freaking, we're going on the road and uh you know it was a little reminder to mtr you know, tour very soon yeah well, but we to go to brazil i really want to go play there we got some super fans up in brazil man America,
2: man is really hungry for rock music
1: oh my gosh yeah my i meant one of my one of my closest fans because i i call him the closest he's become a friend he got mtr tattooed on the inside of his arm <laughs> he sent these yeah i was like damn dude that's pretty cool <laughs> that's awesome that's yeah great. man. i told him if you, yeah <laughs> i uh-huh. i talked him into it and i didn't think he was gonna do it so paulo i will do it but i was like yeah man if you get a tattoo of mtr i'll do it and then the next day he freaking had it, and I was like, "Holy smokes, man! He's just, he did it."
2: <laughs> that's a big fan right there. That's it. That's a dedicated individual.
1: Oh man, and and he he's dedicated to the. I mean, that early Seattle sound. That's that's and that's huge in Brazil right now. I can't mm-hmm. tell you. And also Indonesia's, they they really love that. It's kind of like a Zach Wilde, uh, uh, not to be a cliche with Andy Beach, but like Black Label Society heaviness with like an Alice in Chains thing, you know? I I hear it. Absolutely. That's what, what it reminds me of. I'm probably shooting myself in the foot telling the world. No, like,
2: no that's um, a great, that's a great, it's kind of like for me, <laughs> it's Black Label meets Alice in Chains. Yeah, dude, sweet. What well, it is, is, ma'am? Similar perspective there. Oh, yeah, you can definitely hear it.
1: Yeah, it's uh that art, our, our stuff that we're going to be doing. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a lot of alternate tunings. Uh, it's it's kind of the, the footsteps of the painted one direction. It's more it's going to be. I don't know. It's I don't know. That's the beauty because I want to I want to tell you guys what it's going to be like but I don't freaking know till we record it. <laughs> it's exciting. Well, it is exciting,
2: man. I mean, the new band or the other side project you have and then the new album, more material, it's all good for you and MTR and oh, man, I'm just uh I'm just a fan just going to be waiting for the new stuff to come out.
1: Oh man. It's, there's gonna be like thirty songs within the next two years. That's you know between the, the it's gonna be great. I, I want to put out at least five albums as a as in, in MTR, and you know likewise with Thread. So if not many many more, so it's gonna be awesome. Definitely will I'll be man. My best friends and. And, uh, you, you can't, you can't replace family, especially when there's that kind of chemistry, you know?
2: Agreed. Absolutely. 100%. Martin, it has been a blast talking to you with about, about the new music, the new album. Thanks again for doing this, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for having me, Jay. As, as always, like, it's, it's an honor what you do for rock and roll is uh, is it par to none. Nobody's doing what you're doing. uh Well, I mean, you did have Eddie Trunk, and and I when you said his name, I was like, well, that's like the only other guy I could think of, you know, that is as cool as you when it comes to, you know, what you do. So thank you.
2: I'm humbled having- by
1: that comment, man.
2: That I am very humbled by that. So thank you for those kind words. Undeserving, but thank you for those words.
1: Not at all. I listen to as many episodes as I can.
2: Well, I appreciate you know? that, man.
1: And actually, every episode that you uh, uh, mentioned in the earlier part of the interview uh, before we got into it, I've heard. And so I thought that was pretty cool. It's like, yeah, yeah, but oh, yep, I've heard that one. I was sitting there nodding the whole time. <laughs>
2: well, dude, that means so much. And thank you again for... For being a guest for the second time, thank you for your music. Thank you for, you know, your support, man. I I uh, I appreciate it.
1: Likewise, totally, totally. Uh, I mean, it's it's without words, I can't express it. Like you, you have lit a fire under me and my my people. Everybody is like that. That interview, the first interview, was a catapult for us. It really uh, helped us to, to set ourselves apart here locally. So I, I, again, thank you, especially, you you know, it's cool. It's, it's for me,
2: it's, it's all about the new bands and, uh, it's all about the emerging rock scene. So any little sliver of help that I can do, um, for any band at any time, uh, without question is, is always, is always on the table.
1: Absolutely. Well, hey, man, thank you very much.
2: Everyone, the new album is always a way out. You can get it on mtrproject.com. You can get the vinyl and the digital, which is uh, really cool. More bands should be doing that. Anytime you buy a vinyl, they should throw in the digital, and MTR does that. You can find them on all social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Check them out, man. Like I said, Allison Chains meets Black Label martin reed one of uh one of the great new guitar players that are out there and uh, always a a awesome guest thanks martin and uh this is jay scott this is the hook rocks take care of each other we'll talk soon
1: Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs.
2: I never really thought about tools until I bought a house in the suburbs. It's like this weird homeowner test if I need a tool for a project and don't have it. And my neighbor, Ted, loves to give me that look when I ask to borrow a pole saw. A year ago, I didn't even know pole saws existed. And now i got to borrow one from Ted? What is happening?
1: Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive
0: Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.